I'm Osher Ginsberg. If you're listening to the sound of my voice, you are on the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. Hi, I'm Georgia Love, and you're listening to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast. What do you do with an arts degree? I'm still not sure I know. I skipped three years worth of lectures just to binge watch awful shows. There must be some scholarship for accruing worthless knowledge. It's my only talent, honey. That and losing money. Let your excess hex debts rest and then just join us while we start on our bachelor. Bachelor. Hello and welcome back to the Bachelor of Hearts podcast, a Bachelor Australia podcast that asks the question, Kelly, yeah? are you still in love with Charlie? No. <laughs> I, was <hoping> maybe, <laughs> I was hoping maybe no one would remember that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> My name is Max Quinn. Kelly Dawn Helmrich is on the line. Sitting opposite Who? me is... Sorry? Who's that? Ke- Kelly Dawn Helmrich. Oh, no. I've done it. Oh, fucking hell. Smelly what? Oh. <laughs> oh wait, is it Skelly Dawn? Are we doing Halloween mm. yet? Yes. My name Skelly. is Max Quinn. Kelly Dawn Helmrich is on the line. Hello, Xavier Rebetsky Noonan sitting opposite me. Hello. Jeff the cat on my lap. Just climbed on top. Right on cue. Hi, Greg. Greg? Greg? Yeah, sometimes I call Jeff Greg. <laughs> you know that's not right. So. Yeah, 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 I'm aware. You're not getting confused. No, 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 it's quite intentional. It can be tough because I think when we talk about The Bachelor and Bachelorette on this show, particularly when we talk about Bachelorette, there's just a lot of men's names going around. Heaps. Mm. Some of them similar, some of th- oh, all of them similar. <laughs> <laughs> but it's easy to get them jumbled up. That's true. Yeah. Mm. We've got a Dan. Greg's having a nice name, though. Pardon? Greg's, wait, oh. Greg's having a nice time. You said Greg's having a nice name. (laughs) Wasn't there like three people with the same name this season? That's right. We've got a Dan, a Danny, and a Daniel. Yeah, that's the one. Mm, Very bad. Yes. It makes things a bit harder. Um, Who enjoyed the TV this week? It was Mm. a bit spicy. Wasn't it? A little bit. I enjoyed that these were short episodes. (laughs) I always think that's a plus. Don't you like like when you go to a movie or something? Don't you like it when it's like ninety minutes in and out? Yeah, that's you know? true. That was the problem with bad dreams at the hotel reality, California. Excuse me. You know that? Um, oh, a bad time happened on the way to the hotel. Yeah, yeah, that movie. What yeah, the it was hell two is and that a half called? hours. Bad, <laughs> yeah. bad days at the um, El El Royale Diablo El Yoho Diablo. That's right, Diablo Cody. <laughs> Uh, what's um Agent Cody Banks? We'll go. We'll okay. Yeah. Agent oh no. Sasha Banks. Do you know that? Did I tell you about the feedback that we got on the on the podcast? I got some personal feedback that was that the talking at the start is really annoying. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's so fascinating. What is it? Is it my tone of voice? Is it uh, how long it goes? <laughs> Which part of it might be annoying people? We Wait, love doing a catch-up. I can't believe that someone's favourite part of this podcast is the Bachelor part. <laughs> Weird. I'm shocked. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Georgia and for flatted. really crushing our ego there. Yeah. Oh, wow. wow. A close personal friend of us all. <laughs> Doesn't like the part where we have fun and talk to each other as friends. <laughs> um, there's been a couple of scandals and bombshells. Haven't there? Haven't there? 
I can't I'm wait to talk ex- about them. I'm excited to unpack all the scandals, all the bombshells. I also want to talk about Bill versus Charlie. Yes. Yes. That to me is shaping up as like the Kanye versus, or rather, it's more like the Drake versus Pusha T of uh, Bachelor Beefs this season. Okay. I'm excited. Um, or just while we're talking about feedback that we've received, or yeah. barely even, yeah. but I, I wanted to share a quick little story about something that just happened to me on the way here. Okay. Um, I came straight from work, but I stopped in at, uh, I guess I can't say where, can I? What do you mean? Oh. Because I was recognized by somebody and I don't want to tox them. <laughs> oh my God. But recognized they were at- or like, I was- po- what's, the po- what's like podcast recognized? <laughs> <laughs> recognized is really funny, but yeah, what would it be? Bachelor, um. oh shit, <laughs> Jesus. Who couldn't like this top part of the podcast? (laughs) Who could dislike it when we sit here and struggle to think of one pun so we can move on? (laughs) Anyway, I just wanted to shout out, I I was going to a place of business where someone worked and they came up and recognized me. And as they were giving me my purchase... I think, guess I could say that. Uh, they asked me, uh, you know, they were like, oh, can I just ask you a question? Uh, what do you do with an arts degree? Because I'm, uh, I'm still not sure. No way! Surely. No! And this was a stranger, someone I did not know. That's uh, wild. And I asked them their name and they said, Haley. I think I can say that. Okay. Do either of you know Haley? No. No. Look at that! Haley so Williams from... It was Haley Williams from Paramore. <laughs> and the place I went to visit was Paramore. <laughs> Do you think this is the point, though, where the podcast becomes self-aware and we start talking about the importance of the podcast on the podcast? I think yes. that's been our MO since day dot, really. <laughs> that's all uh, I talk about in my personal life. Me mm-hmm. too, yeah. I um, That and other podcasts that have also jumped the shark, like Up and Vanished. Have you heard that one? Never heard of it. It's a true crime podcast where the crime got solved about halfway through the recording of the first season. Oh boy. And then this guy just takes all credit for it, despite blatantly accusing about seven other people over the course of the first seven episodes. <laughs> I hate really it because we're not on it. I don't like that. Yeah, That's I've never true. heard of it because we're not on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I wasn't really aware that other people were doing this. No, I think that this is a format that we invented and pioneered. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll see what happens after that. I um, uh, So people are, uh, are, are aware of the podcast. Just to continue Certainly. talking about the, the podcast that you're listening to right people now. People are aware of it to say the least. Great. People are aware. So it, uh, it comes up more and more in conversation because I guess it's it's entertaining mm. uh, not Except the podcast itself the concept oh <laughs> I, I see right <laughs> anyway so people are telling me about like that they're aware of the podcast and my new thing is to watch them it's it's kind of like when someone doesn't follow you on instagram and like you watch them f- press the follow button i'm like let <laughs> oh, me help yeah. you find it um yeah we'll just go into it. let me type it. it and then there you go now you're um you follow it, you've subscribed, so you can... Now you're all signed yeah. up. That's terrific. I've done it about three times. <laughs> we should make, like, an instructional video. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so that people know the step-by-step process. Not that it's difficult or complicated, but just to really hold people's hand. Max, are you subscribed to the podcast? Because you were just playing with your phone. I just glanced over <laughs> and Max was typing something. Yeah, no, I am. Um, I was just checking You should to make check sure. it out because you would probably really like it. People like this part, don't they? Cut. Oh, no. <laughs> um, shouts out to Haley. One, yeah, hi, Haley. Um, also, one bit of negative feedback and I go in the toilet. I'll tell you what did happen to me this <laughs> afternoon. Um, <laughs> Please. I was on the radio across 
Sydney talking to uh, the host uh, on a, like an arts and culture segment. Okay. And someone else on the show was reviewing the new it's a reality TV series called Family Food Fight. Okay, never heard of it. Never, neither have I. It's unimportant. Doesn't Grant Denyer host that? Maybe. Wow, no, no, you got me. <laughs> all right. And so what happened was that I was like, oh, well, it's all families. When's the first time that we're going to get a brother and like two brothers competing for the same woman on The Bachelorette? Oh. And I got like vomit sounds from the host and um, stern eyeball from the other... The other but it's right. It's exactly the kind of thing they would do. It's the perfect stunt. Also, can I say... On US Batchy mm. a couple of years ago, but then also on US Bachelor in Paradise. Do you remember the there was twins? The identical twins, twins. Right. Who were so weirdly successful and popular, they even got their own spin-off program. That's true. I was onto something. I just so wanted yeah. to say, if you were listening to the radio this afternoon, you and I were on the same page. And, I think so. Yeah. You know, everyone else, you know. Vomit sound effects. Vom. Well, but do you didn't get vomit sound effects when you mentioned the podcast and told everyone to subscribe and gave them like very detailed yes, instructions very detailed. on how I to played the video, of course. Great. Yeah. On Big Brother, they had a mother and daughter. That's true. There was mother daughter, and there were also the Logans. Yeah. Right, and Sarah Marie, who did the bum dance. Two twins. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I mean, come on. Get out we're of all it. thinking it. Get out. No, we Hot weren't. dogs. Kelly, were you thinking it? <laughs> I was not thinking it. If you were thinking it, leave a detailed five-star <laughs> review. <laughs> um, do we want to get into it? I've got it? a fucking party it. to go to. Let's get on with it. Let's go. All right. Fucking humble brag. I can't believe it. <laughs> well, let's... I mean, yeah. Well, there'll be lots of topics that are going to come up in this discussion, but I reckon let's just talk about... Let's recap them. Let's do it. It's the Bachelorette Australia. Wait, Ostra Alley. Oh my god, you're oh, doing this Ostra on purpose. Alia. <laughs> Alia. Season four, episode three. Come on, guys. I told Max I had a fucking dynamite joke and for was this episode. That it? And I said, if you hear it, you'll know and yell out and give me all the praise in the world. And that's the yes. one. Are you sure? Here you was are that saying, it? was that it? Oh no. Did you hear it? Do you need me to repeat it? Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the thing I was thinking about. Ali. Same character name in A Star Is Born. Uh, oh. Did you cry? Mm. Oh. Of course I cried, Kelly. Did you cry? Yeah. I hated the first half. Oh, this isn't about... We need to talk about The Bachelorette. No. Max hasn't seen it. No, I know. <laughs> I know. Max hasn't seen yeah. it. But I just want to get another look at you. <laughs> so, <laughs> um... You just got to trust me. All right. Uh, so the men all go, hey, when Osha walks in with a single date card. You do that. Uh, I do, that's true I do it at home um, Just whenever I think about him More or less, yeah I've got his book with a picture of him on the front cover Whenever I see it across the room Yay! Um There's no clue on it But we learn that it's for Robert And moments later we're watching a helicopter shot Of the crystal clear waters of Sydney Harbour Before we cut to Ali on a boat uh, Yeah, yep um, one thing I noticed, this is a bit of a pattern that starts here, is Robert's intro to the date focuses on his outfit. Yeah. He talks about it being a snazzy all-rounder that he hopes will impress as they have a nice romantic sail around the heart. I am glad that you noticed this because they've, they're have they really playing on this. Right. Yeah. Over and, and over again. Su- 
Yeah, it's like every time he is introduced, every start of every episode when they're like, remember this fella? Mm-hmm. It's like, what's he wearing this time? And I don't super know what they're implying. Neither do I. I mean, what we did talk about, and I believe I raised it last week on the pub, was that he... Robert, there's more of a feminine characteristic to him in that he is not overtly... Um, like, he's a, a masculine kind of dude, but he is a little bit more flowery with his language. Mm-hmm. He's, there's a little bit of a gentler or softer thing to Robert. And I hope that this isn't a making fun of him thing because he right. cares about what he's wearing. Right. Uh, or how he presents himself. There's def- because I think that stuff is important. There's definitely been, like, people on Twitter, like, idiots on Twitter uh, on the hashtag, like, saying that he is gay. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like they're playing. I, like I hope they're not, but it, it's a weird edit. Yeah, mm. it it feels like it could go one of two ways. Where like maybe it's like a vanity thing, where it's like oh he cares too much about. But he, I don't get that vibe from his attitude. No. And then the other way is like I remember um, like. 10, 15 years ago, early days of reality TV, there was a big trope of a metrosexual character. Oh, which is, like, yes. not a word that I've thought about for a long time. Oh, well, but yeah. came flashing back into my memory when, when trying to analyse what they're sort of getting at here. Yeah. It's almost like a queer eye for the straight guy, like, first iteration word, isn't it? Mm, mm. Um, yeah, I don't know what the deal is. I thought that it was cool that Robert was talking about that his outfit was an all-rounder. I think sure. that's clever and fun. And he does look snazzy. Yeah, he looks very snazzy. Anyway, yeah, it's definitely a boat date. Um, but in keeping with Ali's taste for, quote, doing extreme things. No. Nope. Like getting engaged on TV, I guess. Mm. A couple of times. No. Nope. Uh, it's a boat that goes fast. <laughs> so we watch them go fast on a boat for a little while until they arrive at a warehouse on Cockatoo Island. Um, and Ali explains that success in relationships is all about overcoming what hasn't worked in the past, which I guess... Maybe, I don't I, know. I don't really have a problem with that. Yeah. Um, but the way that they're going to sort of get into this is they're going to write down problems from past relationships on big bits of paper and then smash through them. Which is like some school camp shit, if you ask me. Yeah. Like, <laughs> write down your problem. But I mean, this is pretty standard. We pretty much saw the Honey Badger do this uh, on his season recently with the in 10 years I'll be kind of date. It's just yeah. a one-on-one and much earlier in the season. It's quite front-loaded. Yeah, and I feel like the, the thinness of the metaphor is similar to the emotional baggage thing. <laughs> where they had to write that down as well and carry it around <laughs> on a heavy bag. Um. Ali's first word is falling too fast. Three <laughs> words. I'm not going to be a big stickler about it. Um, <laughs> Sounds like you are. Mm, well, <laughs> I guess it's my job. Um, but then Robert says, falling too fast isn't always the worst thing, as long as it's falling and using your head at the same time. Not true if you're literally falling, because if you hit your head, really bad. So you weren't going to be a stickler about the, the, no, the three words, but you're going to be a stickler about this. I would never. On this podcast... <laughs> this is people's favourite part. Yeah, I would it's true. never the stickling. Yeah, the stick. People yeah. love it when you stickle. It's a small stick. <laughs> well, that'd be a sticklet. I That's guess. That's cute. Oh. Um, <laughs> Robert writes down naive, then writes down manipulated, which I like because <laughs> they're very telling things for two people on a reality TV show to be worrying about, right? 
<laughs> I will never let this happen again. <laughs> and the way that I'm going to do that is to be subjected to the opinion of all of these producers and other men and this woman yes. who is being put on a pedestal. And a national TV audience. <sighs> mm-hmm. um, also, communication, which in my experience can really ruin a relationship. <laughs> <laughs> Too much communication. <laughs> um, or a uh, podcast. Yeah. Oh, true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I don't know. Meanwhile, group date card arrives. It reveals... Uh, no, it reads, Love is worth fighting for, but who will be the last man standing? Empress Ali invites you all to the Coliseum of Love. Not really a clue. Kind of tells you exactly what we're about to see, right? <laughs> yeah. There was not enough bloodshed. We'll get there, but there was not enough bloodshed in this date totally for me. Totally agree. Yeah. Not even a big thumb up, thumb down moment. No. Nope. Very weird. Mm. Um, but anyway, back on the single date, they drive through these big pieces of paper in a dune buggy. <laughs> a what? But this was cute. In a dune buggy. <laughs> and I guess it went well, because after they do that, they start making out with one another. Is this romance? I'm Should not I sure. try this with my girlfriend? <laughs> 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 I think that there's something to the idea of reenacting bachelor dates. I oh think you might be God. right. In a sick fucking like, I mean, we we both love this podcast. Mm. <laughs> but, yeah. So what about yesterday, Kelly? We invented a uh, human gif. Yes, we did. Yeah. What's that? I it's missed the new game uh, where. Um, oh, this was a separate side conversation. That's yeah. interesting. I don't Max, remember. Max and I have a very serious text thread. Mm, wow. It's all about life. It's funny because sometimes I'll text one or both of you guys and feel like I won't get a response for <laughs> quite, quite some time. It's because Max is really good at advice. So I get really good advice from Max. And then what Max gets from me is gossip. I do. I love the goss. Yeah. Yeah. What I get is uh, fucking um, chopped, <laughs> chopped liver, right? liver. Yeah. <laughs> good. Well, we'll drop a bag of that on your doorstep mm. on the way home. Uh, <laughs> No, human gif is the thing where you see a gif that you like and then you just replace the actual gif with you doing a reenactment of the gif. A video. Oh, that's of you. fun. Yeah, it's great. Like, um, Boy, what a fun activity to share with <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, <laughs> back to the recap I slaved over for you two. Here you are soaking up all this positive feedback. All right. Um, they get changed. They head to a batchy couch and they enjoy some wine from this season's wine sponsor. And Ali says, I made a tomato and apricot relish using the sauce that Robert brought with him out of the limo. Do you reckon she did? Nice. Do we think she made it? No. Like, she could. Yeah. But she didn't. Yeah. No way. Like... <laughs> Just that image of like, okay, we're done filming. So what I'm going to do tonight um, before I wake up, I'm going to make some relish. Yeah. She's like taking off the makeup. She's like, you know, oh, thank God. What a long, hard day of being filmed around the clock. What's in the fridge? Oh, here we are. So much Posada, so little time. (laughs) Also, is that a food? Yes. Apricot and tomato. No, there's no way that that can taste nice. I hate that. It's a terrible idea. Somebody make it for us, please. Some dedicated fan. I I feel like I'm going to be the person who makes this. Haley, Haley, if you're listening. Oh, true. Whether or not so you work at a Hayley. food place, who knows? <laughs> um, yeah, Ali says, yeah, I did think about you yesterday. 
And then we hard cut to Robert in the moment saying, when Ali tells me she spent all day thinking about me, I just lit up from ear to ear. Like, Robert, I'm sorry. That's not what she said. That's very funny. I relate to that. Yeah. I mean, I'll tend to blow up a a (laughs) tiny, innocent sort of thing like that for sure. Um, We cut between Paddy feeding an alpaca um, whilst telling Tate that Robert has no chance on the date. Uh, we, you know, we, we see that and then we cut back to increasingly tight close-ups of Ali and Robert continuing to make out, out, which I think is a pretty good quality bit. It's great, yeah. Yes. There's no chance. He's going home. Oh, he's bloody, he's not even fit. <laughs> and then they, you know. um, but then moments later, Ali grabs a rose and pins it to Robert's lapel, saying in in the moment, I know I fall in love way too easily and way too fast, but I can't help myself. Hey, at least I'm predictable. Which is like, if you're on a reality TV show, don't say, hey, at least I'm predictable. No, but also they've definitely brought her on for her predictability this year because they knew that this was precisely the thing that they can cook up because five years and three appearances into this show, they know precisely how to push her buttons. Yes. Yeah. I think that's right. Exactly. Um, so Robert tells her, it's definitely been a giant leap forward. Did you guys watch First Man? Have you seen it? No. no. What's First Man? Oh, it's a space movie about the moon man, Neil. Oh, I've heard about this. Yeah. You have talked talk to me about it. He does a big leap, that's all. Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Was it's it a, a giant of... leap or? Uh, well, he sort of plays it off like it's just one step. Yeah, right. okay. Um, but like when I think about it, this is just kind of me reflecting on that okay. movie. It feels like even though it was just like a smallish sort of step for this one dude, it was actually like a really big sort of a jump or something for like yeah. a whole bunch of dudes. Um, I don't think there's any more succinct way that you could say that. Right. Yeah. Um, I really want to watch the moon landing footage. <laughs> I just want to find out like what they had to say at that time. What if on Halloween... Oh, no, I have to work Halloween night, but why don't we at some point... Screen the moon landing on Halloween. Uh, Halloween's a pretty spooky night. <laughs> what if there's a full, oh, a full moon? moon? The moon Next full isn't moon. Spooky? Is it not? I just predicting this. Ma- I mean, the man is walking on a foreign planet, Kelly. He would have been pretty frightened underneath his boots. He would have been very frightened. He could not breathe if he took that helmet off. Right? Have you not seen Apollo thirteen? I haven't. And he was probably <laughs> looking around, going like. All right, everyone's pretty sure there's no moon monsters and spacemen, but but fucking there's a spaceship right here. <laughs> Buzz and what Aldrin, if it was cheese and he's monster? lactose intolerant? You know, right? Yeah, did he have his lactose pills in space? <laughs> That's a sure. great. It's a good album name. Album name, yeah. <laughs> lactose pills in space. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Then Bally at Bally. <laughs> At Bally, yeah, that's uh, it's my uh, it's what I call Ballina. Oh, that's fun! Yeah, oh yeah. my god, didn't we make a pact that the podcast was going to be good this week? <laughs> <laughs> every every week before we start recording, we all put our hands in the middle of a circle <laughs> and we go, "This time we'll finally we'll do finally it." Finally, do it right. Hey, hey Ballina, Ballina. And then it's always ruined. Yeah. Uh, but then Ali. <laughs> Our beloved horny batchy says, when I'm looking into Robert's eyes, all I can think about is one thing. Let's get it on. Oh, my God. That's what she said. And then some funky porno music starts playing as they start making out again. How Hello. nice. She's just, she's just a horny lady. She is. That's great. More it's of really that, It's really nice please. that there's one of these on the TV. Yeah. She's just, like, she's just in the deli. 
And she's like, I'll have some of this and some of this and some uh, Swiss and some of the provolone. And our, all of it and is some good. some moon cheese. Some moon cheese. All cheeses are good cheeses. Right. Yeah. All right. Um, let's talk about this group date. Yes. So, Allie and the men get dressed up in Roman gladiator, like, swords and sandals costumes. How come Osha never wears any of the, like, I know, fetish gear I on know. this show? Get into the spirit a bit more, please. On, it's really weird, because I'm thinking we've been transported to another time. <laughs> and here's this hot modern dude in a, like, 2018 suit. Yeah, like a real metrosexual suit. <laughs> I guess, maybe. He's, got, he's probably got, like, an Apple Watch. He's, like, just real <laughs> funky. <laughs> What do we think about the Apple Watch? You know what? Let's move on. Um, but they, Okay, so two rounds of this thing. They're going to compete for Ali to pick them for some extra time. Round one is a chariot race uh, where the men have to lead Ali around a circuit, but she's holding a glass of water that they can't spill too much of. Okay. Um, the first team's captain is Bill, but as they're doing it, Charlie decides he's going to step up into a leadership role even though they were just warned to avoid spills. <laughs> Is that the joke? No, the, you already heard the joke. No, that was the better joke. You like that one That was more. a great one. All just right. so take credit for it. Was that I mean, the I joke? Still, I still thought of it. Yes! Yeah! Uh, the second team does the course quicker, and the third one spilled too much water, so a bunch of boys are knocked out. It's just group date stuff, guys. Yeah, the group date Olympics. Yeah. Then there's an even more complicated sort of tug of war, capture the flag sort of game throughout which Bill and Charlie keep, you know, butting heads. Um, and it's won by Ivan, Nathan, Damien and Bill. And from that group, Ali picks Ivan for the extra time. It is a hilarious extra time. I want to uh, discuss Bill and Charlie later. I think we should save that mm. and move right on to Ivan, who has really blossomed into a beautiful character. He gets such a good He's moment. just having a nice time, isn't He's he? He's just having a good time. Yeah. And I think... The show's having a little bit of a good time at his expense. Certainly. Um, but, like, he's just not letting it get to him. No, he's I just having it. a good time because he's, like, a, just a dude who loves to do a dance. It's kind of cool. <laughs> mm. So they sit at a batchy couch. Um, Ali is hoping to find out if Ivan is more than just a friend. And we learn that Ivan works as a tradie so that he can one day live his dream of being in a Step Up or Magic Mike movie. Cool. Which is so sweet, and of course the show gives him fucking crickets in the background, and Ali has nothing to say, apparently. It's fucking cool, and to be honest with you, he's on his way. Do you know I did some Instagram research this week? Guess where they found Ivan? Where? Studio 10, a.k.a. the Channel 10 short-lived morning show, where oh. Ivan used to feature as a backup dancer. Oh, <gasps> that's fun. He's well on his way to being a Magic Mike type man. Yeah, and I yeah. think definitely with the exposure from this show. Absolutely that. And if you look at the hack, ta- ha- hack tags. Hack tash. Ooh, good. If you look at the hack tash on that post, it's all hashtag <laughs> channel 10, hashtag what studio 10. What the fuck was that noise? There's a small a child small shrieking child outside, is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag actor, hashtag dancer, hashtag love the process. Wow. Hashtag actor, hashtag dancer. That's perfect. That's what he wants to be. I like that he loves the process. Oh, yeah. You've got to trust the process. It's all Joel Embiid shit. It's great. Yeah. Sam Hinkie. <laughs> I don't get it. All right. Let's keep going. All right. Um, Ali says she wants kids. This is where I start losing him a little bit because Yvonne says he wants to five of them in the next five years. <laughs> 
And he says, ideal situation, boy, girl, boy, girl, boy. Does Which he like, understand <laughs> how making babies works? No. There's a good <laughs> chance he doesn't. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure he's familiar with the process. I'm, I'm just not. not sure. Yeah, I am not confident that he knows anything about it. <laughs> Has he fucked? He must have fucked. He's fucked. He's fucked. Look at him. He's fucked. Guys I don't fucked. know. You, don't, you reckon he's never fucked? I I reckon, like, not that there's anything wrong with that, but... Sure, of course not. If the, No, of course, but if there was a shock virgin on this season, do you think it's it, more likely to be him, or do you think it's more likely to be gross Danny, who we'll talk about in a bit? Mm. I reckon that the person most likely to be um, a virgin would be Patty. <laughs> yeah. Interesting. Yeah. There are actually a few good candidates now that I think about it. Bill is another one. Mm. 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 I feel like we're picking people we don't like to be the virgin, <laughs> which maybe says some things about I, you know. I, we, I, we genuinely feel like it's not a big deal. Obviously. No, obviously. I mean it's more. I'm. I mean, I'm picking the person who has like got that. You know, what's the word I'm looking for? Bravado about mm. sex. I think be. yeah, Paddy definitely is like coming on a bit too. Like he's putting on a bit of a show. Yeah. Which maybe you would do if you're insecure about having never. Mm. Look, this is all speculation. I feel it's all speculative. Yeah. Let's continue. <laughs> well, sorry, um, listeners, if you've got <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you've got a party to go to, <laughs> <laughs> yep, carry uh, yeah. on to my favourite part, the recap. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, Ivan asks whether Ali would want to come to the US with him so that he can pursue his, pursue his dream. Which Ali rightfully points out is a little bit unreasonable, especially considering her situation with Grant <laughs> and what happened there, or may or may not have happened. Question mark. We don't know. Let's it's never reveal it. He just goes. He just balls right into. Would you come? Yeah, and not for you. Like not for any reason I can think of for you. He's like, I what really want to follow my dream. Come with. What I thought. I don't know. What I noticed when maybe I, I was reading too much into that interaction was that he was. She asked him where he sees himself, and he was like, "Well, I'm gonna go to America and be a star." And then I think very quickly realized that that's not the answer that she wanted in terms of commitment and went, you can come. Oh, right. That makes so much sense. It's like when you're kind of like, kind of like hanging out with someone and like you want to go out and then you're like, oh, I mean, I'm doing this thing. You can come. Like, you'll probably hate it. So. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, I'll just see you later. That's fine. Yeah. That's the vibe that I got. That makes so much sense. I didn't think of that, but that that, that rings true. Um, but yeah, I don't think Ali's super sold on him. She says, Ivan's a really good guy, but there's no personality connection. There's no chemistry connection. And I feel like we're on different pages. <laughs> it's I skating agree. and it's so funny. And I love um, how willing she is to assess these dudes and her attachments to them for what they are. Yes. Yep. Like, I love that she's all in on Robert and she's just like, I just want to make out with this dude. Yeah. But mm-hmm. Yvonne, who is a hot man, mm-hmm. right? There's, I don't think there's oh, any no denying. Doubt. He's a hot man. She's just like, not nope, fucked. Yeah. Not into it. Not feeling it. So good. So but naturally, he makes it through the week without yeah, being eliminated. Yeah, I was going to say, he doesn't send him home, <laughs> which is like, I don't know, f- fake to me. What's yeah. going on? Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get where it's early days and there's a lot of people who have to be sent home. Mm. Um, and... I'm, I'm sorry, Ivan is definitely popping on screen. He's yeah. also locked. He's also... Oh, good. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this talk, cocktail party. Um, so, the Charlie and Bill beef. 
continues. Um, Charlie has a big problem with Bill interrupting Tate's chat with Ali because it throws off the order that the men had planned to speak with her. Sometimes they work this out ahead of time, I guess. I don't care about this. No. I think, I I mean, you go, Kelly. I feel like this just is a telling of how little is going on in the Bachi Mansion that this is a big deal. You know what I mean? Like, obviously, they've got nothing to do. Um, Their lives are, like... They're in a in a tiny living in a bottle. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. It, They're waiting for something bigger to pop up. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird. I think that Charlie and Bill will discuss Charlie more as he comes up in the next episode as a person. Um, and the rumors. Oh, yeah. not the rumors. The the bombshell. I don't the know. The bombshell. Yeah. Like it just strikes me as like. I said on Twitter kind of incorrectly that Charlie was rugby league and Bill was rugby union because they are the same type of. Uh, grotesque alpha but right. I then went on Instagram to confirm my opinion and Charlie is actually a Bondi fitness poser as I have learned uh, Bill though I completely profiled correctly and I'm very proud of myself for it if you scroll back to the 30th of March on his Instagram it's him on a rugby field with the caption big fanboy hashtag super rugby hashtag hurricanes Mm. He's also been to the races. And then the other thing that I liked uh, about Bill as I was profiling him, um, day one, hashtag rainbow, hashtag doofy boys. Oh, my <laughs> God. Oh, dear. Oh, dear me. <laughs> so we can confirm that Charlie... Wait, no, sorry. That Bill has definitely taken some kind of uh, pill-tested MDMA before. Yeah, right. Yeah, uh, but he's been involved in a really yucky scandal. Bill has. Yes. What's the scandal? I don't think I know about this either. Oh my God! Look who's in charge of the podcast <laughs> now. <laughs> so Bill, scoop. I- I'm going to explain this really badly because uh, this is not usually my job. But he's been involved in a racist, like a racism scandal. Oh, oh Bill, no. where he was like being like um, Islamophobic. I think potentially it was something uh. to do with uh, uh, the Sydney. Um, and he made like a remark about like um, the Muslim faith or something like that to do with like terrorism or something that has come up that was like posted online oh dear oh my god he penned online in Sydney this is the direct quote I'm finding it so hard not to be racist after all this stuff in Sydney if a white if a white male Australian American British Christian did it would you still be thinking racist one user asked Bill claimed that 99% of terrorists are Muslim. Religion is a whole crock of shit. It's just a way to brainwash people into giving them money and get tax exemptions from the government. Goodness me. Wow. I this is a bit of a this is a bit of a bombshell, but this is exactly the kind of um closed-minded private school shit that I was expecting from Bill. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean it confirms some uh well, I don't know. I would never have speculated that he was racist. I don't think he said anything racist on the show, but no. But he's he's a rotten egg. Certainly, it sort of goes hand in hand with that. Uh, the very white upper class, yeah, rugby union whole whole persona that uh, he projects out onto the internet. Mm. Mm. Um, Charlie mentions for the fourth time this episode that Bill is, quote, just in this for himself. I have a feeling everyone on the show is. I have a feeling that's not as big of a deal. I think that's probably normal. 
Because they're not in a valley. That's, you know. I guess that's what they mean. I guess that's what they mean. Um, and then, yeah, there's another, just to cut through the tension or something, I guess, they just get Robert in and in the moment to describe his outfit again. <laughs> he talks about how his pocket square and his tie match, and so that gives him some flair. What are we... I don't I know. I love this. I think, I mean, yeah, it's, I, it, it, it's another symptom of it being like nothing's happening, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah. they're like, isn't this an odd thing or something? <laughs> but if they came up with the idea, I'm sure, they were like, all right. So, Robert, what, I- what were you wearing at the cocktail parties tonight? <laughs> and he's like, well, I have this uh, matching little, uh, <laughs> looks pretty neat you know. little. And then they're like, ha-ha, made you say it. It reminds me of when um, Jared was getting edits describing what Sophie was wearing in every <laughs> yes. episode. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It's so clear that, like, I don't know, to me, that they would have been asking him, like, do you remember what she was wearing? And then he right. would describe it, and then they'd make it out like he was a creep. It's yeah. so interesting that um, so many different facets of the Jared edit are being spread out over multiple different men this season. Mm. It really yeah. goes to show what a complex dude that he is and how well they did to cast him last year. And, you know, like how much there now is to unpack and pick apart and spread across three men. There's oh, you've got a military men. guy as yeah, well? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It takes three or four men to fill the space of one Jared this season. Nobody has been stomping on any grapes, though. Very weird. I feel like that's a big missed opportunity. Oh, it's going to happen for sure. Anyway, Ivan has choreographed a solo dance for Ali, which, again, is pretty good. It's good. And they give him some, like, schlocky music, which is fun. Yeah. And, like, they're trying to make fun of him, but I'm like, the more of the show should be like this. Yeah, I mean, he's getting so much screen time for dancing, and it's, like, such a good showcase. Yeah. Yeah. And, of course, it's labelled as embarrassing by all the other men, as usual. They're all like, oh, I wouldn't do that. It's cool. It's cool that he's doing this. I think it's sick. But, okay, so, yeah. So, Bill denies knowing that the men had organised a queue to speak to Ali. And Charlie decides to let him have it. And this conversation gets really heated. And the two of them are swearing at each other in, like, raised voices. And it gets gross. And I'm not happy watching it. And I go, but just let him dance. Let the just boy let dance. let the man dance. You know? It's like when um, it, that episode of The Simpsons when Milhouse's parents are getting divorced. And she's like, he's like, oh, great. You've got the kid singing. And Lisa's like, he's a grand old man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you made that exact reference like recently on this podcast. I did? <laughs> I think so. Oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's a very telling moment. <laughs> It reminds me of that scene in A Star Is Born. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That was just really good. <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> so... Let's go to the rose ceremony. Robert's got a rose, and Allie has only got 12 more to give out, so two blokes are going home. How's she going to decide? Oh, who knows? Well, she calls out the names in this order. I guess I am doing the fucking poker rap. Great. Late, late yeah, tonight I mean, when I should be sleeping. Yeah, yeah, I wanted this. <laughs> hey, podcast listeners, it's 11 p.m. It's too late to rap, and I'm feeling sleepy. Got to go to work tomorrow morning, and it's, I'm just feeling shit about it. I like my new job, but it's just a lot to ask for to do a lot of hip-hop late at night. And I'm going to wake up my neighbours. 
Dan, Todd, Tate, Ivan, Danny, Patty, Daniel, Bill, Jules, Charlie, Nathan, Pete. Sorry, I said Ivan instead of Ivan. Which means it's goodbye to Wes, who really made his first appearance on the show on this group date. Um, he's the one with the long hair. Maybe Ali just doesn't really dig the hair. Yeah. He was like meant to be Mr. Spiritual, but we literally never heard him. We didn't him see any of that. Yep. Yeah. And then Damien, who we quite liked. He's the 42-year-old uh, like dude who, who has been handy in cutting through the tension in a couple of yes. like heated moments. Yeah, he shut down Patty, and I'm sad that... It's it's just a poor representation of uh, appropriate conduct, and it sends a poor message, I think, to send him home before Patty. Mm. I guess maybe I sound like Charlie. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I guess maybe Ali found out about the splendor incident. Oh yeah, or something. Had that happened, it would have. Uh, I don't know. Mm. Timelines wibbly wobbly. Wibbly wobbly, very flimsy flopsy. Mm. But that's that episode. Wow, we smashed through that. Yeah. Um, they are shorter this time. <laughs> so, then we go to the Bachelorette Australia. Oh, good lord. Australia. No. Do you get it? I, I'm not sure that I do. Can you explain it? Kelly, do you want to explain it to Max? Um, no. If you could mansplain it to me. <laughs> I want to go to my party. Hurry up. Okay, <laughs> all right. <laughs> Season four, episode four. The men all go away when Ali pays them a surprise visit. That's weird. From the title of the show? No, 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 no. That's reserved for Osha, that reaction. Right. Not for Ali from The Bachelorette of Ali. No. Osha. I'll say it as many times as I like. (laughs) Um, Tate, in In The Moment, says, I've got Ugg boots on, pair of pink shorts, and a bloody pink jumper. How Tate embarrassing. is my new favourite, which is, I don't, I don't want to say it, because whenever I say that, it's a curse for them to do something really fucking dumb. <laughs> but, like, Tate's my favourite. Well, I think this is dumb. He's like, oh, she's going to catch me wearing pink. Ugh. No, but no, I don't know. Rocket. He was, yeah. the Ugg boots was so cute. Like, it was just, he was so, I don't know. That's what I, I mean. Know. He looked cute. He should own it. Yeah, agree. Okay, well, fuck me then. No, <laughs> Kelly, I agree with you. I like Tate too. I like Tate too. He used to manage the bank right across from my work. I have an allegiance to him. He used to wear pink every day. Oh, did he? Yeah, how embarrassing. Oh, yeah, it was very embarrassing for him. Hmm. Um, Ali tells the group, I always like to get up quite early and do something active in the morning, at oh. which point I realize it's not going to work between me and Ali. Yeah, there's no way. I'm sorry. She's, yeah. yeah. Um, but she offers a single date to Tate, who says, I'll have to get changed. (laughs) But then Bill decides he's going to use his wild rose to steal the date from Tate. We talked about the the wild rose. If you missed our last episode, basically it means he can steal the date. So that's what he does. Do you like this move? I thought they were going to save this to, like, perpetuate the Charlie and Bill. Yeah. Me too. I would have thought so, too. I guess maybe he was just scared that maybe he wasn't going to stick around long enough to use it. Yeah. Because it's not like he's got immunity until he plays it. That's true. Because otherwise yeah. he'd just hang on to it till the end of the show. And maybe she just, like, maybe it's the sort of thing where he's worried that she'd think that he wasn't that interested, even if he hadn't played his Wild Rose yet. Yeah. Which we've seen before with, like, Georgia Love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why haven't you used it yet? Mm, yeah. Mm, that's true. I, yeah, I forgot. That was a big, that was a big deal. Yep. Well, Ali says she's disappointed because she planned this date specifically for Tate, 
But uh, as they jump into their Mitsubishi this season... Um, we sponsor. Yeah. Uh, Allie says she settles into having Bill there. Um, they get out of the car at a marina, and Allie reveals that they will be wakeboarding. That is to say, it's a boat tape. I mean... Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, very good. Tape. Was that the joke? Well, n- yeah, okay, yeah <laughs> sure. This time it was, for sure. It's not even Tate on the date. Oh, it's so sad. Mm. Um, so Ali has plenty of experience wakeboarding, and Bill has only done it once about 15 years ago. So we watched them wakeboard for a little while. We briefly cut back to Patty and, the, and Charlie at the mansion discussing how Bill is, quote, fake as fuck. I mean, Patty's got two descriptors, right. as, it, as it seems. <laughs> it's limited vocab, that's fine. But yeah, so I mean, there's nothing here. Bill is bad at wakeboarding. Do these dates ever go well? No. We've had wakeboarding on the show before. Was there anything about Tate that said that he loved wakeboarding? Right. Uh, no. Right? No. Which Certainly part of this is like, ah, oh, I designed this specifically with Tate in mind. <laughs> Bill's never going to fit it. Well, I mean, like, he doesn't. Yeah, but, that's like, true. Has Tate ever mentioned wakeboarding? We no. can't say. Uh, the thing is here, I think that the Wild Rose has ended up being a bit of a curse for Bill. Because he plays it to go on this date with Allie, which she is disappointed by. So, firstly, he takes something away from her and gives her something that she doesn't want instead. Yeah. And then he uh, underperforms wildly on this date. Yeah. And you just watch him flop around like a wet sausage. Yeah. On this wakeboard. And also, all the other men hate him for doing it. Yes. Which, like, is part of the plan of the Wild Rose, of course. He's, He's smart. I don't like Bill. I've decided I don't like Bill. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's not hard to dislike him now that we know this horrible stuff about That's him. true also. I feel like I was really put off by Bill. Not that it was any of his doing, I don't know, like the red carpet thing. It just like put a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. Mm. From the beginning. Mm. Uh, Boring. They end up at a batchy couch, of course. Um, Bill says he's still a bit sore from the date. And Ali says you'll be much sorer tomorrow. That's what she said? No, I was going to... What does that mean? It's your fun catchphrase. Oh. What does that mean? (laughs) I don't know, Maxwell. Oh. I'm not sure. Okay, cool. So when you do that, when you gesture to me like that from now on, it's always for what does that mean and never for that's what she said? Well, I mean, you're an autonomous being. You can say whatever you like. Ah, yeah, I understand. But I just thought you would have noticed that was a pretty good little... Good spot for it. Little opportune. Okay, cool. What does that mean? It's sure for opportunity. <laughs> I didn't do the gesture that time. Max is just confused. Uh, in in the moment, Ali says, everyone knows I'm here for marriage. I'm here for kids. I'm here to find that life partner. Please don't marry kids, Ali. <laughs> she asks Bill if he'd be open to moving from Melbourne to Adelaide, and he seems weirdly enthusiastic about mm. it. <laughs> Bill says he's worked hard throughout his 20s so that when he has kids, he'll be able to present... uh, Sorry, he'll be able to be present for them. (laughs) That is a genuine mistake. Jesus Christ. I want to (laughs) leave. Ali tells him, you make me get butterflies and fireworks at the same time, which is like, surely you have to stop off at two different shops to get butterflies. (laughs) Am I right, folks? Is this thing on? (laughs) Uh, And with that, (laughs) 
She grabs the rose opposite to Bill, telling him, you are everything that I'm looking for in a man. Oh. Uh, and Bill very casually says, I'm so excited to see where this can go, and I can definitely see myself falling in love with you, definitely see myself moving to Adelaide and creating a family. Ah! How scary is that? A little bit, right? He doesn't say it in that kind of scary tone of voice that I just accidentally... Because <laughs> the sentence is too long. It runs onto it, though. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's there's just like... He was like, good idea, stop. And his mouth was like, and moving to Adelaide. And he was like, okay, we're still fine here, stop. And his mouth was like, and mm. having a family. Yeah. And creating a family. Creating a... Oh. I just don't believe him. Anything he says. No. Yeah. He's so disingenuous. It's very... This is the thing. It's waspy. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's a fine line between... Because it's clear that Ali has come... Like, she's putting it out there. She really wants, like, a fucking white picket fence ending or whatever. Yeah. Which is fine. It's her choice. She's probably earned it at this point. Whatever. Yeah. But also, like, there's a fine line between people like maybe Robert who are like, I'm down. Yeah. Like, I can see this working and you buy it. And somebody like Bill, who's like, I'm already falling in love. Like, you know, like, he's just he's laying it on a bit wants thick. He's saying what he wants to hear. Like, exactly he's that. He's saying what, yeah. Mm. Bill is one of those dudes, I think, who knows how to make a woman fall for him because he is objectively kind of charming and the face yeah. is not that objectionable, even though it's a bit mannequin-y. Mm. Um, he's hot. Yeah. Yeah, I think he is hot. He's got a good rig. Yeah, he's um, got a stellar rig. There's a yeah. rig under there, yeah. Yeah, it's, mm. a, good, it's a good rig. Um yeah, I think that he just knows what he's doing and it feels a bit clinical. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Bill was... I know that he's probably like an investment banker or some shit, mm. but it feels like he's very methodical and scientific in the way that he's going about this. Mm. Um, I think he's a bit of an investment wanker. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they kiss a bunch before we cut to commercial uh, with Ali in voiceover somewhat ominously saying, quote, I hope it's not too good to be true. <laughs> Oh, we get it. <laughs> you know, it's not subtext. <laughs> Anyone with Google can probably find out. <laughs> um, Shall we talk about a group date? This is kind of an interesting one. In what way? So, I mean, they, I I feel like we can discuss some of the stuff that they discuss on on this. Yep. Okay. Um. So the men arrive. They're dressed up like Big W catalog models. Um, <laughs> And they, they meet with Ali and Osha, and Osha says they'll be testing their values and ideals against Ali's to see which is the most compatible, plus, of course, fighting for some extra time with mm. Ali. Uh, and they're playing what I would describe, generously maybe, as a pretty fun little twist on Guess Who, Okay, the board game, where the men get strapped onto mattresses and they literally get knocked over if their answer to a personality question is too different from Ali's. I like this. I like it when they go more experimental and not too sporty. Right, exactly. I like that too. And like, um, it feels like a 50-50 split between like sport type dates yeah. and like weird personality quiz type dates that don't really reveal that much. Mm. Um, but I just think the the creative spark to this one of like having them be pieces on a board game or whatever, like, you know, yeah, it works. It's much more creative and it's much more, um, I don't know, it feels more fun and authentic mm. than... Would name two sports and smash them together. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I like when there's just a bunch of weird questions because I don't know if this is necessarily the best example, but a lot of the time when they do a date like this, you just get the odd weird answer. Yeah. That is just like, I would never have expected that person <laughs> to say that. Or whatever. Yeah. 
because the edit is so carefully curated for all these characters so far. Right. That when someone does something that's a little bit out of the ordinary, it really opens up for an exploitative or at least like crickets kind of edit. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, yeah, the questions are like, at what age is a person ready to settle down? Ali says 32, her current age. Okay. I hope none of the last few partners that she was engaged to are watching. (laughs) 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 Uh, Yikes. Oh, she was 32 earlier this year with Grant. Oh, I suppose you're right. Yeah. God. But, yeah. But, well, yeah. She hasn't been 32 for her whole whole life, though. (laughs) Oh, don't imagine. No. No. Um, How long should you be in a relationship before you get married? Ali says six months, um, whilst most of the men are closer to two years. Patty says three to five years, and he's knocked out for it. Yeah. Too far from the mean. I guess. Too far from... Yeah, I don't know. How long do you go... Well, we don't know. A few years. Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Oh, I never want to get married. There you go. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Strong answer. Um... I think that's why I zoned out. <laughs> <laughs> it was marriage chat. Uh, in A Star is Born, it's... Oh, no, I shouldn't. No. <laughs> Jesus. I just want to get another look at you. <laughs> Did you invite the lead singer from uh, the band who wrote The Return of Kelly back in here? <laughs> <laughs> Same guy, yeah. He's in a movie now. Oh, well. Yeah. I mean, his career. Uh, we knew that it was going to be a strong trajectory. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, I had a feeling that um, uh, some kind of celebrity was being birthed on our uh, very podcast. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. How many kids would you like in your perfect family? Sure. Now we're just all answering it, I guess. Two? Yeah. I Uh, want like 10 kids. 10. We should introduce you to Ivan. Yeah. Uh, Well, yeah, because Ivan says five and everyone laughs at him and he's knocked out. I mean, uh, I'd like, especially after the last date. Yeah. Yeah. Which is like, well, let's not laugh at the guy. He has to be honest. He's like, sticking to his his values. That's great, know? especially if he's already given that exact answer. He can't change it. Otherwise, he's going to be perceived as a game player. Wouldn't it be super funny if he said that incredibly specific answer of five within the next five years in this gender order and then back <laughs> down? Yeah. Oh, and then <laughs> <laughs> it happened. That's also good. <laughs> I uh, think he was just telling Ali what he thinks that she wants to hear, but he just misread or, like, doesn't understand anatomy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, like... <laughs> well, he's like, it's really weird because he knows that she wants the marriage in the five or the white picket fence. Mm. Maybe he's just gone straight for, like, as extreme as possible. Yeah. yeah. She wants to be married hard. to everyone. She wants <laughs> a house made out of fences. <laughs> and she wants... To live inside a baby. (laughs) 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 Backwards pregnancy. That's the dream. Backwards pregnancy. Uh Uh-huh. That's the dream. (laughs) Kelly, you were backwards pregnant once. (laughs) What does that mean? (laughs) What does that mean? What does that mean? (laughs) (laughs) This is people's favorite part of the podcast. (laughs) Need I remind you? (laughs) What's the ideal number of calls that a couple should exchange in a day? This is interesting. I never really thought about how this would be so different for different people. Ali says one. Uh, Robert, for some reason, says seven. <laughs> seven phone calls. When do they happen during the day? Yeah. That's the question for Robert that I want to know. Like, what job does Robert have where he gets, like, three or four lunch breaks? Or, like, you know, like, <laughs> I, I don't understand how you lay these out. 
If you're seeing each other during the morning and during the night... True! What do you, what's when do you have time for the for phone? seven phone calls. Is it maybe extremely long distance? But, like, I've been long distance. You know, fucking seven phone calls a day. You just have one long one. You just have a big phone call when you finish work. Yeah, come on, mate. I don't think there's any right way to do it. Oh, no. Kelly, of course there's no right way to do it. But there's I one wrong wanted, way and it's I just, seven. I just wanted to do my favorite chime in and tell you both that you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> tell us why. How many? Uh, what, what? No, I just, I just don't think it's up. It's like so dependent on the relationship that there's no that no way we could tell anyone how many calls is right. Sure, I understand, but what I am saying is that in an objective <laughs> world, one man has chosen seven phone calls as the appropriate number, and it's not how many. And maybe that's okay for the. I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> it sounds like I'm. I'm someone who calls someone seven times in a day. And Kelly, that's so fine. <laughs> I'll so call you fine. tomorrow seven times, Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to see how much you like it. We have one phone call a week, all three of us, <laughs> where we record this podcast, and it's too much for you, Kelly. <laughs> you are so fucking sick of it every time. What do you mean? <laughs> Is that what you think? No. 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 I'm just playing it cool. <laughs> I wish I knew how. Uh, hard to get babies. Oh, interesting. <laughs> hard to get a baby. Not oh, for, my not for not Ali. For she Yvonne. grows them on the inside. Yeah. Wait, oh, the what? outside? I don't know. We've forgotten. <laughs> she grows them. <laughs> Remember when I was like, oh, this episode's going to be a bit late, so I don't want to have to do too much editing. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh. And I'm just watching time. My life tick away. Okay, all right. Okay. okay. All right, At okay. what stage in a relationship <laughs> should a couple move in together? Ali says when they're in love. Bill says one Boo. to two months. And Nathan says as soon as possible. Which the eliminated men are, I think are examples of the men just saying what Ali would want to hear. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, you reckon? Yeah, definitely. Yeah. One to two months? It's pretty soon. It's quite soon. Yeah, as soon as possible is wild. <laughs> what yes. does that mean exactly? <laughs> that's Yeah, you're right. That That's the much more objectionable one. Like you swipe right on Tinder. It's like, what's your address? I've packed my bags. <laughs> That's a good move if you're, like, sick of paying rent or whatever. That I is guess. good, yeah. It's a strong power move. I'm moving in. Yeah. Um, what would the perfect weekday evening look like to you? Ali says, Jim, cooking dinner, then chill. And then since Charlie missed the physical activity part, he loses to Nathan. And Charlie feels that Nathan has not played fairly and, quote, is not here for the right reasons. Now, what is this about? The gym thing. Oh, yeah. That's what it means, I guess. So, oh, so because Charlie didn't say Jim, yeah, he's out. Even but though Nathan his thing was like in. sitting on the couch watching a movie together with Ali or whatever, which seems like identical, except that maybe he wouldn't go to the gym and maybe Ali could go to the gym, then come home sit on the couch. Yeah, you know. Yeah. No, no, not good enough. No, not happening. Weird. Does Ali re- does Ali want to go to the gym with her partner? I feel like that I mean, might it'd be look good on her. Instagram. It would. Sure. Yes. yes. Look at us both sweaty, but also glistening, but also curated. Yeah. Yeah. Holding diet tea or... Oh, that's good. Something. I should become an influencer. Max, you already are. I need to get buff and sell diet tea. Max, it's a podcast. People can think you're buff. You don't have to tell them you're not. <laughs> I'm buff. Great. Great stuff. I'm going to intro myself as, hi, I'm, I'm Kelly with the Stella rig, just so people know, <laughs> on the podcast. I'm Xavier Rubofsky. No. Yes. 
That was halfway between ew and yes, Kelly. <laughs> That's how I want to live my life. The idea of <laughs> me as a buff man is just very strange. <laughs> I've never been close. Uh, anyway. Uh, oh, good. Allie, for some reason, says that she created the second game in this group date. Interesting. It's never really happened before, I don't think. I'm okay with it. If she wants to take charge, fuck yeah. I guess so. It's a really great date. Is it? No, Mm. not really. It's a, quote, relationship priority list auction. Oh. Where, with the help of an actual auctioneer named Chris Sherry, the men will bid on qualities that they want in a relationship, one of which has been picked by Ali as the most important. Oh. So whoever buys it gets the extra time with Ali, they're given $2,500 worth of bachelorette bucks, <laughs> which I notice if you see a little close up, it's got a little usher on it. It's cute. Aww. And I want one so bad. I want this much. I wonder how we get a bachelorette buck. Well, I tweeted at usher and he didn't Have reply. you been left on red? What was that oh, thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Black bar. Black bar. Oh, that was it. Yeah, yeah that was good. Haven't yeah. been blocked. Black bar. Oh, oh, no. It's going to be in my head forever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Nathan gets an extra $500 worth of bachelorette, but maybe we have to talk to Nathan. Do you reckon they got to keep him as a little souvenir? Uh, yeah, I think so. There's someone who... Uh, we'll find out. We'll find a way. Yeah, okay. we're going to have to track some down. Yeah. So he gets the extra money because he won the first round, but we never actually see him bid on anything. <laughs> so it's like, gives a shit. And it's also... It's, it's not made clear how much Bill is worth. Yeah. Get it? Oh. How much Bill is worth? Oh. There's got to be some sort of currency conversion, right? Yeah. Um, so Danny buys respect. Robert buys devotion. Jules gets sense of humor. Um, Bill spends his whole stack on loyalty. And the Beatles can't buy me love. I mean, Yay. what's the deal? Oh, uh, turns out respect was Ali's pick. So Danny gets the extra time. Respect kind of encompasses all of these things. That's and it's a bit. also really ironic that Danny is the person who picked <laughs> respect given what is about to happen. Oh boy. So yeah. So hi, it's nice to meet you, Danny. Um, <laughs> you're, you're one of the Dans. You're one of the three Dans. Yes. Hello. Finally, we get to know any of them, right? Let's make out. Uh, yeah, so he starts off shyly, and he's sort of relying on his f- uh, some phrases to get his thoughts across, almost in like a honey badger type of way. I almost think this is not too bad, like because I kind of I kind of understood him more than I understood honey badger. Yeah. Um, so he's like, you, you know, um, I don't talk much, but the beauty of music is the silence between the notes. Like he's he's playing it up a little. Yes, but it's like. Um, it's just I, things that he's learned to compensate for his shyness, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah, but. A fisherman always sees another fisherman from afar. I do want to, just quickly before we dive into this, Yes. contrast it against what he's posted on his Instagram. Oh, okay. Which is, excited and nervous for tonight, tune in channel 10 at 7.30, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Right. Which is the fucking worst. Yeah, so that's that's also like his closing statement on on this actual little moment no and uh, it's another like oh aren't i cute because i've got a phrase for everything sort of thing but it's sure. like that's really not the lesson that you want anyone to learn from this moment uh it's not the it's not the lesson you want any anything learned because firstly nothing ventured if it's not appropriate don't venture yeah and nothing gained 
Of course, you're not going to gain anything from yeah. that scenario. Yeah, you're not. You're not trying to gain something. Exactly like, that. Ugh. Yes. Um. Yeah, Ali says, uh, she tells him, I love the experience of being Bachelorette because it allows me to go after something that I haven't gone for in the past. Reality TV show contestants. Uh. <laughs> um, and they, I think, like, they are cutting Danny's, like, little sayings together so that it makes him seem super weird. Yeah. That's not to say he's not super weird, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but it's frustrating that, like, that's all that we get of him. Yeah. And then he really awkwardly goes in for a kiss. And... He apologizes, but it's clearly pretty uncomfortable, I think, for Ali, who's yeah. like trying to play it off with some grace. Um, but yeah, in, in, in traditional batchy fashion, it's all crickets and long silences afterwards. Uh, and yeah, that's when, in the moment, Danny is like, uh, nothing ventured, nothing gained. Um, no, it's, no, it's just, it's the worst boys will be boys kind of mentality. Yeah. Uh, around this sort of stuff. Nothing ventured, nothing gained is maybe that's fine if you are gambling, I don't know, playing the stocks. Yeah. But like, mm. there's nothing about human interaction that nothing ventured, nothing gained. Uh, like, especially in, in this context where consent is so important that mm. like, I'm not going to get on my on my soapbox. No, but you can't this, justify this kind of thing by no, saying that. It exactly. Yeah, yeah no. it's, it's almost like dangerous yeah. to... to Describe it uh, an interaction in, in that way, not yeah. Yeah. describe it, but like have that mentality about an interaction, an intimate interaction as That's well. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dangerous, and it shows that he hasn't learned anything from it as Precisely. well. Precisely. And on Instagram, even tonight, uh, the night that it aired, he posted, "Gorgeous girl, gorgeous setting, might be my only chance. We don't plan mm. for an awkward moment. Sometimes taking a chance, you land in one." Mm. Read the room, dude. Yeah, yeah. Fuck. Because I, I hate that because that means he's still. Like yeah. months on, when what now that this is airing, that's still his attitude. Still looking at it, being like, "Well, I'm glad that I took that chance and invaded that woman's space without yeah. any uh, consent or like signs that this was something that she was looking for." Yeah. So yeah, like consent, obviously, super super important. So naturally, the show teaches us this lesson by letting him get through this week without being eliminated. God damn it! How? Very weird. How? What's going on? How? It's really I was happy that, like, people were talking about consent. Um, I feel like it, uh, The Bachelor didn't do it so wrong. Like, he was labelled to be inappropriate and creepy. It was clear. Yeah, yes. you're right. You're right. At the very least. The way that they presented him was very good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think. And it allowed for the right kind of discourse to take place on the internet around mm. issues like this, which are so seldom discussed with the correct amount of, of candor, at least in my opinion, on the internet. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. All right. Cocktail party. Here we go. It's a weird one. Um, first off, Tate in In The Moment says, so there's a lot of beef at the moment with Nathan, obviously with him spreading rumors about Ali and Grant about some threesome. <laughs> so this forms the foundation of the rest of the episode. Yep. But apparently the cameras didn't catch Nathan doing this, which is my big problem with it because everything that happens from here on is like hearsay. Yeah, it's dependent on mm. this one thing and it sets you up for a really fallible act three, which could all fall over because you kind of just have to take Tate and Charlie's word that this is yeah. what's happened. And like, it's super yucky and you can tell something yucky's going on. Yeah. But without that specificity, it's just a real... It's yuck for yuck's sake. Yeah. 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 Um, so we we uh, <laughs> this is this 
is my favorite part though. There's uh, like we're frequently cutting to Charlie, who's like quietly fuming in the background. But we watch this super high quality, great, interesting, and probably not staged at all conversation between Ali and Nathan, which plays out like this. Ali says, "So I want to know more about you. I think you're like really deep, and there's so much more to you, and I haven't even scratched the surface." Just to remind you, this is the guy who said he's not not here to party. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Nathan goes, like, I'm so happy that you would, like, see that. And Ali goes, I definitely see that. Yeah, I just want to know more. And Nathan goes, that's amazing. That's that's the conversation. Fart noise. (laughs) That's the end of the conversation. (laughs) Like, it's just something to be playing whilst we see Charlie going. Yeah. I just want to get another look at Then Charlie gets a voiceover where he says, This afternoon, while we're sitting by the pool, he starts ragging about how he has inside information about rumors about Allie and stuff was in the media about stuff she had done, which really was degrading towards her and trying to emphasize towards us that they were true. All right. Okay. Uh, this is the hearsay. Yeah. It's, it's, re- it's really hard. I mean, if it's true, sure. Also, though... Everyone in the country knows these rumours at this point. Yeah. Yeah. If you follow this show closely enough. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird that the show itself is being so vague, uh, especially considering that seemed to be like the hook. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. It's like that. Sorry. When they tease at the end of Paradise, like, Ali and Grant didn't make it. Stay tuned and Ali will be the Bachelorette. You're like, cool. Answers for the fucking train wreck that, you know, like, what is going on? Maybe there's a defamation issue. Maybe they can't really say. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. I hadn't thought about the legalities legalities of it, Kelly Dawn Helmrich. Um, (laughs) That's not my name. (laughs) (laughs) doing that. Um, Max Quine. Quine, yeah. No, um... Yeah, I hadn't thought about that, and that's that could well be the reason why. It's mm. it's just, uh, I don't know. It's this faux chivalry bullshit from Charlie that we really see yeah. him playing up, and yeah. I don't like it. Yeah, it's boring. Yeah, so Ali takes Charlie for a chat. Charlie says, I'm semi-confused for different reasons. You said to me you're looking for actions, not intentions. I believe you may be falling for intentions again. Oh, good lord. I don't know. Are you a spy, Charlie? What's this? (laughs) (laughs) Ali says, this is exactly what I need to know. I need to know if there are people in here that are disingenuous. So Charlie... And then, so like... Are we going to talk about the uh, not the rumors, but the bombshell about Charlie as well? So what's the bombshell? Talk about to Charlie? us about Charlie. Why shell? don't you guys? Get, why do I know this? You've done the googling. Oh my god! So like, no, it just I searched the hashtag. Oh. Um, that Charlie has a kid that he keeps secret. What? Which like doesn't matter. I did, I was more like we should talk about it because everyone's like he's being deceptive because he hides oh. his child, and I'm like maybe he just didn't like want to talk about another human being oh, but on is... the show that has nothing to do with that. You know what I mean? But, yeah, but is that the arc though? Is that Charlie's yeah, whole maybe, thing? Maybe the that's yeah maybe that's the uh, story. So this is important to set up. The narrative later when he's dis- like, yeah. Mm. So he says, I chose not to speak publicly about my child as I wanted to ensure their privacy was protected. Yeah. Which is interesting. Mm. Um, you, I was thinking about it maybe as like a, even a Dasha situation from last season where it took a few episodes for her to reveal that she had a son mm. called mm. Levi. But yeah, it looks like Ali was in the dark for the entire... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Well, Charlie... So he doesn't win, then? I guess. Mustn't. Uh, mm. 
Well, <laughs> uh, Charlie singles out some guys who he thinks are just saying what she wants to hear. Bill and Nathan. Like, I agree, though, with Charlie in this moment. He's right. Yeah. I mean, he's not wrong. Um, that's not my main issue with him. Uh, he, he repeats what he just said in, in the moment about Nathan spreading rumors by the pool. Allie is clearly shocked and says, oh, my God, let me at him. <laughs> and Charlie tells Patty that he, quote, spilt it. And Patty says, it takes a true man. Oh. Which I'm not sure. Oh, I don't know. He really is playing up this part of the night in Shining, shining Armor. But Which is funny because that was Todd's whole thing. I know. And where is Todd? Where is Todd now? Yeah, exactly. Where miss is you, Todd? miss you, Todd. But what we're seeing is just this maddening and brutish exertion of alpha jealousy and really heavy-handed force. Yeah. Delivered with a straight face and um, seriousness in much the same way as Jared. Yeah. And it's yeah. tough because he's very hunky. He's quite yeah, hunky. He's very hunky. And it's also tough because like he did really make a good first impression. He's yeah. like Kelly, you were I loved him. You, you loved, loved him. him. You were smitten. I could see myself falling in love with oh him. Oh my goodness. <laughs> How many kids and in what gender order? <laughs> I know that was a different guy. <laughs> Ten, and it would be... Uh, I would let them find that out for themselves Hey, later. there we are. That's mm-hmm. a nice. Bit better. They find that out along the way. Mm. I would go boy, boy, girl, girl, up, down, up, down, <laughs> start, <Circle>. select. Triangle. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I think you just did a 360 like grind. And <laughs> <laughs> Interestingly, that's how Ivan thinks you make kids. Yeah. <laughs> you do a 360 grind. <laughs> He's not far off. Really. <laughs> Let's be real. <laughs> Making babies um, is a lot like button mashing on Tony Hawk. In this essay, <laughs> I will. <laughs> um. <laughs> um, Ali is straight-faced with Nathan, uh, saying, if you can't tell me honestly what happened, then I don't think we can move on. So please tell me. Which is fair, I think. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. She's entitled to an answer because everyone's being extremely vague. It's great. Um, and Nathan tries to explain that he was just sort of discussing some rumors that he had heard. He was not really trying to start any himself. Okay. Also kind of fair. Yeah. Honestly. Um, Ali is on the defense, though. She's saying, yeah, but why are you talking about me in a negative way, like, at all? I don't get it. Why are people saying that you're saying horrible things about me? Also fair. Like, this is better. Um... And then in the moment, Ali says, I'm very aware that people want to hear my side of the story, which is a line that we've seen in a lot of promos for this season. Yeah. And then she continues, but I'm doing this to focus on my future, not on my past. And it's just so clear that they're not actually going to address any of this stuff head on. Yeah. This is when I started getting really frustrated because I'm like, why am I watching it? Give us the goss. Um, The confrontation is then dragged out in front of Charlie, who escalates it. I think. He doesn't do a good job here. He, Yeah, he's like raising his voice. He starts swearing at Nathan again. Um, Nathan sort of tries to defend himself, but he really doesn't stand a chance in front of Charlie, who's really pushing it. And all the other men, you know. Yeah, it it is. It's hostility. Um, And like, yes, Charlie says things that I think are true. Like Ali has been lied to and taken advantage of in the past. But, like, she can stand up for herself. Yes. That's the main thing to me, is, like, there's no need for this kind of aggression from him. This is so controlling, and I don't like it at all. Yeah. I I was worried that, like, he has some kind of control issues or some kind of, like, anger issues or something like that. I'm not going to try and diagnose him or anything. No. But, like, I 
it's not the responsibility of the producers to be like vetting people. I know that they're looking for like dramatic people who will cause big reactions and that kind of thing. Yeah. But I'm just I, when this stuff starts happening, I just get worried. It's not fun to watch. Yeah, it mm. felt like uh, we were a stone's throw away from someone trying to solve the altercation with violence. Mm. Um. Meanwhile, Daniel and Danny sort of just stand by as the two of them argue. Uh, they like opt not to step in. The camera sort of pulls focus on other people standing around. I'm starting to think, where's Damien when you need him? Uh, yes. Because that was like Aww. his role. That was his whole Rest thing. Rest in peace, Damien. Right, yeah. yeah, and he did die on the way back to his <laughs> Charlie says, I'm here for me. I'm here for Ali. And if any of you aren't here for the right reasons, there's the fucking door drink i guess um you're spreading rumors you're a pretender and you're being called out on it uh nathan says i really really feel sorry for ali if she ever ever ends up with you because you're a fucking spiteful and jealous person and i will take that to my grave i just hate all of it at this point it's all scary Yeah. yeah like the bachelorette feeds on this like male on male aggression but like it doesn't have to it doesn't always yeah and i'm thinking back to like um the the moments of male aggression on like georgia love season yeah it was so much calmer than this in in my memory at least um and i think that's correct yeah and it's it's just yucky like i know that they feel like they probably have to raise the stakes every time and look for like bigger and bigger personalities and that sort of thing yeah but I don't know. It just makes me feel uncomfortable. Maybe I'm just losing patience with it. This, It's just... I'm very frustrated by how willing we are to introduce that much testosterone and that much alcohol and then make excuses for it. You yeah. know? Yeah. Uh, it's, it's poor form on behalf of everyone who's involved in that situation. And... I understand the need to... Obviously, you cast for drama and for people who have got stuff going on. But at the same time, like... What are you, what are you doing here? This isn't, this isn't the way to solve the problem. And it isn't the way that... For anyone to move forward with Ali's respect. Which is the thing that you are going to spend the most money at the auction on. Right. Yeah. Mm. So that Ali, was beautiful, Max. Thank yeah, you. that was nice. So Ali, seeing that no one is backing up Nathan, decides to pull him aside. She says, Nathan, I feel like this is just definitely not going to work. I feel like I have tried to get to know you, but the, the things that I've heard from the other guys are just... And then Nathan sort of cuts her off and says, Charlie is a jealous, malicious person. I honestly believe that I am one of the best people to go around. <laughs> oh my god! I was like, I don't hate Nathan, but no. like, I, it's hard to it's yeah, hard it's to hard. let him get away with something like that. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm not not here to hate Nathan. <laughs> right? Yeah. Um, I don't even know what to say to you. Uh, she says, Nathan, I don't think this is going to work. I'm sorry, but like everyone else backed up what Charlie was saying. He's like, did you talk to Bill? <laughs> buddy <laughs> Bill's house and Fred's house yeah um, she's like Bill is also uh, someone also I'm questioning I've had people just delivering lines to me I've had people saying yeah I want two kids too but when I go to visit them in LA they're a party animal and they don't actually <gasps> want to settle down and have kids and have a marriage <laughs> that? that was so intense <laughs> she mean Bill <laughs> I think she means Bill um <laughs> 
But then she's like, so I have to properly analyze if you guys are actually serious. And I don't think I can do it. It's time for you to go. And I'm like, yeah, you do good. analyze. Yeah. Like, yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good, good. Yeah. Get rid of the baddies. Yeah. Um, yes. It was great. And I'm like, where was this with the other bad men that we saw this week? Yeah. But yeah. Get rid of all of them. Right. Well, there's so many bad ones. Todd's right there. Todd's there. Todd. He's good. We love you, Todd. Yvonne. Maybe Todd's going to be a Maddie J. Yes. Ooh, yep. maybe. There's, where's Tate also? Tate seems to be a good one. I love Tate. Tate's I love okay. how Tate kind of handled that situation. He was like, yeah, yeah. this is uh, This is uncomfortable it. for all of us. Mm. Yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, Ali walks away. That's the end of Nathan. Goodbye, good. Nathan. No rose ceremony. It's fine. Good riddance to Nathan. But still, also, like, we still have this, like, hothead... Nathan in the... I'm sorry, uh, uh, Charlie, Charlie in the house. Yeah. There's still, like, rotten folks hanging around. I don't We've feel still, much we better. We haven't even seen Patty this episode, and we know that he's got shit to say. Mm. And then there's old old Kissy over here. Yes, exactly. Danny. Danny. yeah. I saw a lot of people online... An interesting trend I saw was people reevaluating Patty. Yeah. Maybe in contrast with the, like, worst... You know, potentially worse thing or like more upfront things that were happening this episode. Yeah, people being like, and I and I think he does suit the role of uh, making fun of other people. You know, they keep cutting back to him and being like, "Oh, he's never going to work on the date, right?" Sort yeah. of thing. I still think he sucks, though. You oh, know? he's still a piece of shit. He was yeah. so yuck. Yeah. No, there's absolutely it's this thing where everyone's better in hindsight. Yeah. People are looking back at Sweet Patty from a week ago yeah. and being like, you know what? He wasn't that bad right. because look at all of this toxic shit that's on the TV. Give Patty one chance to get back on the TV. Yeah. And and I, I think I, it could happen in the next yeah. few days, honestly. <laughs> um, Precisely. Yeah. But yeah. we'll wait and see. So we get the next time uh, where we have a two-on-one date for the first time in a little while. Cool. Which, um, if you haven't caught one before, it's, uh, you know, two two men go in and one leaves. Mm. And the other one also I leaves, I guess, but he yeah, gets to... Yeah, I have a theory that both of them are going to go home. Interesting. Ooh. So it's Bill and Yvonne that we yeah. see on this. I agree. And, like, neither of them win. No. Let's be real. Yeah. Um, but you reckon they'll both go next week? That's a good take. Yeah, I mean, like, it's not rating very well. People have been talking about axing it. Like, mm. well, it's, they don't. it makes sense that they're just going to cut everyone. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Pretty fast, like they did with Sophie Monk. Not that that, that rated fine, but it was like uh, the Bachelorettes. They seem to go by a bit quick, more quickly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, send them both away. Yeah, if they're being shit, also that's good. Good on Ali for uh, being yeah. a great judge of, yeah. of character. And there's precedent for sending both people on a tour on one away. Yeah, that's happened exactly. before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, also, cooking. We get like a very brief shot of a blender. <laughs> oh, great! <laughs> so that'll be fun. I wonder if they'll make a blender. Bolognese. Oh, boy. Oh. Or a relish. <laughs> uh, relish the thought. Goodbye. Max, was that the joke? That was the joke that you said was going to be it. really good? That was it. Thank you. Yep. Hey, um, Kelly, I know you'd love to go to a party um, <laughs> where you might go to make friends. Yeah. Um, yeah. But funnily enough, all three of us actually came here. To make friends. To make friends. That's right. Isn't that just a funny coincidence when you think about it? <laughs> Isn't that just wild? Like, it's like a party that we're all having together as the friends. The tension. The tension. As really close friends <laughs> who text one another all the time. So, oh, if you would like good. to become friends just like me and my me? two or very <laughs> best and closest friends, Max and Kelly, <laughs> if you want that kind of friendship, 
Just track us down online. We're at BOH Pod Bachelor of Hearts Podcast. <laughs> just leave your phone number in the comments. <laughs> just for me. I really need it. Come on, guys. <laughs> um, and yeah, I don't know. I hope you're having a nice time in we, your life. Yeah, thank you, Okay, Xavier. that was fun, wasn't it? <laughs> We're here at the check-in where Xavier makes sure everyone's having a nice time in their life. Well, you know, I think times are tough out there. Yeah. Just look after one another. Give yourself a pat on the back for making it through (laughs) another great podcast. I think this is probably the best one. Yeah. Remember this. Ready? If you think that things are going poorly for you in your life, two days ago, my cat pissed in my bin in my bedroom. I really thought you were going to say, if you think things are going poorly for you in your life, just think, think about, about Kelly poor Xavier. <laughs> oh, God. We're all such fucking sad sacks, oh, aren't we? Oh, no. I'm quite happy about it. I got a new bin. <laughs> What's it like? I mean, a bin is almost a toilet, really. Yeah. Like. <laughs> if you take one thing away from this podcast, <laughs> a bin is almost let it be a toilet. Kelly Dawn Helmrich telling you here. <laughs> <laughs> that have been is almost a toilet. Uh, we wish you all the very best. We love you. Goodbye. Bye bye. Happy New Year.